0: Special thank you to Seed and Stone Cidery and Lucky Buzz Meadery for sponsoring the show today. Uh, they help to make this show possible and supply us with the, the occasional beverage when we're out there. They've got 10 uh, taps full of meads and ciders made right there in-house. They've also got all sorts of awesome events going on, including an open mic, Uh, almost every single Thursday, where you can come out and show your musical talent. So all you songwriters out there, uh, stop out and grab a cider or a mead and tell them that the Songwriters Couch and the Patrick Joanne Band sent you. Again, Seen and Stone Cidery right here in Rochester, New York. Go out and visit them and let them know we sent you. Thanks, guys. Welcome to the Songwriters Couch episode number 10. I can't believe we've made it this far. Isn't that yeah. a song? Isn't that a song somewhere? I, yeah, I can't probably we haven't made it this far. Something like that. Anything
1: right. you say is probably a song. <laughs> That's right.
0: And today on the show, we've got the one and only Mr. Sullivan Sully slents uh, Am I pronouncing your last name correctly? You are, yeah, yeah. All right. We're, we're good friends, so I'm gonna. this is going to be a pretty casual uh, Hell uh, yeah. encounter. Um, much like... We we how we met. We were in a back alley. Um both we had our we, knives. Yeah, both had a little bit too much to drink and you know, <laughs> ended up <laughs> stabbing yeah, it's not going where you thought it was going yeah, 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 stabbing yeah, yeah. each other. We both robbed each other yeah, yeah, yeah. but then came away with the same amount of money afterwards. So it was yeah, nice. we
1: were like, give me your money and then we were like Yeah. You know what you seem like a cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll I, keep your money, you keep my money. We'll <laughs> I appreciate you day. coming on the show, man. Dude, I'm happy to be here, man.
0: Yeah, the Songwriters Couch. I can't believe we're on episode 10 already. That's that's kind of crazy. I feel like we just started yeah, it doing up, this, I'm too. Putting this over here, I'm um, so, uh, why don't we start out by doing this? One, thanking the sponsor, Seed and Stone. We're drinking something a little special here um, that uh, is un- unattainable. Isn't that a, the. That's a, uh, the yeah, Rosa. That's it, there's the It's unobtainable. It's the the uh, thing from uh, what's that movie with the blue guys? Avatar.
1: Avatar. Unobtainium. <laughs> yeah, I was the like, most the most lazy naming. Yo, I was like, I don't remember. I was like 13, 14 when I watched it, and I was like, <laughs> that's a little on the nose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Even for me. But um, but unob-
0: unobtainium uh, from Seed and Stone. So mm-hmm. how do we do this? What's uh, what are you up
1: to, Sully? Uh, man, right now uh, I'm hanging out with some friends. I'm drinking some some of this golden this golden cider mm-hmm. that's unobtainable. <laughs> I uh, in life, what am I up to? Yeah. So what, why don't we start? Because I know people watching
0: probably don't know who you are. I know who you are, obviously. But you're okay. um, like, what's your primary kind of function? Are you a songwriter, musician? What's your? Yeah. You know, give me a, give him a little bio, I guess. On yeah. What, what,
1: I am. What uh, so I am a uh, songwriter well i like to say that i'm just an overarching creative i do uh i do pretty much anything creative i i just kind of like live for that i can't i can't not create if i'm not creating then i'm like then i just feel miserable all Mm. the time um but yeah so i have a band uh good gorgeous uh and i am and i write all the music for that i'm the front man and i play guitar and keys and um, that's been a lot of fun. I also am a, uh, a video director. And so I direct like, uh, commercial for a living. I direct commercials and, um, and for fun, I direct music videos and, uh, yeah. So anything creative, usually music and video, anything collaborative. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: I, 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 I can relate to that, um, enormously because the, the fact that, um, I'm doing this at any given time like my weekends my my all my spare time is filled up with what some people would consider to be uh, work or whatever Um, but it's like just what what creatives do right you kind of feel like you're you're suffocating if you're not not making things right yeah where do you where do you think that comes from with you
1: do you have like uh, in your family um, yeah bunch of creatives well so yeah I was so I was homeschooled And uh, I was talking to my girlfriend about this actually the other day and um, I was homeschooled and uh, my family was like not, my education was like not big on the sciences. And I was talking about how like, man, I wish that I had like, dissected a frog at some point or something (laughs) like i wish that i had like had these kind of like i wish i had like done chemistry class and like made the blue shit blow up or whatever (laughs) but uh but no it was always more like artistic like drawing recording mu like thing like and my parents really just growing up were very supportive of anything creative i wanted to do (laughs) and so really i'm just a bigger version of myself as a kid because like as i around like Ten years old, I started making. I had like a little handy cam, and I started making movies with my friends and my cousins. And then, uh, uh, and I also was in bands with my brother and our friends growing up. Like older brother,
0: younger brother. Yeah, older brother, four four years older. Yeah.
1: Was Was he also into like uh, all the creative stuff, music and oh yeah, film and all that? He's a pilot now. Oh wow! Shout out to Ian. Just got his wings. Um, he, uh, um, he's one of the best drummers I've ever ever played with Hmm. i love my drummer that i play with now in good gorgeous shout out to ben Ben, you're the (laughs) bound but my brother like it like was it was it was crazy growing up with him and we would have we were we had a a metal band at one point we had a ska band we had uh, a punk rock band um we had like a pop band and uh, we played like one show with each of them, and then we would disband, and then we would just start <laughs> a new band. <laughs> was this all? Were these all cover bands, or was it something
0: you guys were like writing songs? All of our and stuff? original stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So, were you, you said your
1: parents were also musicians at all, or would they? Did they my play? dad is? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad was. Uh, my dad was in a. Um, uh, what's his name? I'm blanking out on his name. Uh, the like the spanish guitar savant like he's uh incredible um de prodigy? what prodigy no he's not a prodigy de jango reinhardt you're no about? he's uh he's just like uh he's just like really g- good at guitar the guy who solos <laughs> really really fucking well jimmy s- hendrix no i'm allowed to swear right <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah sure okay, cool, i mean it cool. destroys
0: the youtube algorithms I, i've heard but oh shoot uh, i'm sorry yeah i don't care no
1: okay That's fine, fine. I'll try to. I'll try not to. Um, pe- pe- uh, people watch regardless. YouTube. Oh, okay. No, wait. Oh it. God, what's his name? Oh my God. Oh, you're trying to send Is it like, like classical? No, it's like rock. He collaborates with uh, Carlos Santana. Ah, right. there you God. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Um, but no, my dad was in the Carlos Santana cover band oh, um, wow. a while back, and he was just like. The one white guy. So <laughs> yeah. he, he's, you know, he's was, a guitar player, I'm guessing. Then, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He, where, was, he was doing rhythm guitar? Is that where like you that. got like your your guitar playing from, or what, what did you? I think so. Start yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I think I grew up just watching him play and um, grew up, you know, just listening to music and just always wanting to play and play for people and write music and always had stories to tell. So, hmm. were you um
0: like the the first few songs that you? You guys wrote together were you were you co-writing them or was it like you guys you and your brother would you come together and and
1: like with something already done or Hmm. were you that's a good question i think it normally would be like he wrote something and and we would like practice that and then i would write something and he would be like hmm (laughs) and then like we'd pray what he wrote <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> no 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 we went back and forth and and like i would write stuff and he would write stuff and we had one project i don't even remember what it was called with a friend of mine that um that we all three of us wrote stuff and so it was very disjointed but it was hmm. still a lot of fun so do you have any of those
0: recordings that we could maybe uh put into distribution somewhere i don't know
1: <laughs> That's all that is all up here. I have like uh uh I'm I'm actually really sad I was thinking about it the other day. I have hundreds of songs, hundreds of songs that are just gone forever hmm. because I'm notorious for uh like coming up with a song and like figuring out how to play it and like coming up with the words. And never writing a single thing down, and like then forgetting to record it, and then uh, like you know, and then I won't think about it for six months, and I'll be like, oh, and then I was like, oh shoot, like
0: well, I had
1: some good stuff. Well, what's interesting about that too is that there's there's
0: something about the process of becoming a songwriter that you have to kind of do that. We have yeah. to make a million songs, you know what I mean, and throw a bunch of them out, uh, and then eventually some of them kind of stick. Yeah, um, which is probably where where you're at. I guess now, right? With your, your band. I don't know. You said you're, you're the primary kind of songwriter uh, yeah. at, at the moment. Um, th- how does that process work with your band now? Is it, is um, it, uh, and, and, and part of that question is infused with like the fact that you, you played with your brother and you had like music in your family. Cause it's always so different coming from that scenario. Like I always played with my brother. My dad was a musician. Yeah. And so playing with family tends to be so natural that you mm-hmm. don't really have to put a lot of effort into it. You guys have already you know, you're willing to fight with each other over stuff, and whatever. And <laughs> yeah. so it's like you don't have to work out how the like, you know communication happens between you
1: guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we have legitimate fist fights. Yeah, yeah. My brother yeah. Would be like, and then you're fine afterwards. Agree, but, you know. Disagreeing about a thing on a song and like getting like <laughs> <laughs> actually But really then funny. when
0: you're in a band with people that are not your family that can just leave, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know it ends up being a whole different whole different scenario. So like how did how does the songwriting process right now uh with your existing, you know, your current band work?
1: Um first off, it's like it's the most humbling thing. Like for me to have a like a group of extremely talented dudes that I can go into. We practice at this studio called Barnburner Studios, and the writing process usually is I'll come up with a song and I'll be cooking it up for a while and then I'll demo it out usually um and then i'll bring it into the studio and i'll be like hey guys i got a new uh a new demo that i think that we could start trying and then they say okay cool put it on the speakers and then we'll like listen to it and uh like usually they're just like yeah yeah okay cool 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 and then we just kind of like start picking up you know and 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 playing it from there but is like it- having the it's uh, the humbling thing is that i have like this group of dudes that are willing to just show up every week and play the music that I write Mm. and like, and just compliment it and bring their, uh, unique perspectives or their, their like different way of listening to the music. That's why I was talking about collaboration before, because anything collaboration is like my favorite. Like I, I, um, I used to do like stop motion animation shit like, uh, and I went to college to be like an animator. Went to film school at RIT. Yeah. You know, that's, how, is, that's actually how we met. As yeah, it wasn't, wasn't a full-on knife fight. Just part, partial <laughs> knife fight. <laughs> uh, it might have been a knife fight. Who knows? <laughs> um, but no, we, uh, um, I went to film school at RIT, and uh, I was like alone in a room animating a thing, like hand drawing, and I was like, I hate this. Hmm. I hate this and then i was on set and i was like directing a thing and i had someone else who was running the camera and someone else who was doing the light and someone else who was doing the sound and i had to like communicate this vision to people but also like when you're collaborating with other people uh like your vision they they can't help but impact the vision a little bit like especially actors we met actually because he was um Patrick used to do like acting and stuff for for uh, for some of these um like student films which was a lot of fun. Um yeah, we'll talk about <clears throat> maybe we'll talk about that. We a can talk about too. that a little bit. Um but uh but yeah, so like even actors, you know, a cinematographer, all these different artists influence the art in a little way. And like, you know, as much as I, you know, you know, as an, as a as an artist, you have to have confidence in yourself working with people you have confidence in to elevate the art is so so Mm. key um for me uh, at least um so i don't i don't necessarily like to create art in a silo i don't like to demo out things just myself i don't like to you know just work on films by myself i like to collab i like to bring in other people and collaborate with people because it just it it can only make it better. Yeah, kind of like the the prince mentality,
0: I know when he used to go into the studio he used to just record everything himself um yeah. and, and do all that and I'm sure he had some input from, you know, from producers and and the record company obviously. yeah I know he, yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. he probably didn't like that very much. <laughs> uh knowing Prince's personality, but yeah, yeah. um yeah, I I 100% agree on the the collaboration thing cuz I think it it becomes very one dimensional um when you're making art and you have this uh, this idea for something and you start creating, um, I find like if I just if I just were to do all the instruments on something, it just wouldn't be as dynamic and very you know like as um, as uh, uh, colorful. Yeah. <laughs> in a way that like uh, in in uh, uh, in uh, direct. What is it yeah. called? Uh, mirroring or whatever to, to like collaborating with people, you know what I mean? Um, but I want to speak a little bit about, about what we were talking about right before we started the podcast, which was how we met, right? I met at the the film school uh, that you were going to at the time. Um, and the reason why I did that. And I feel like you've got some of that too, where, um, I, I tend to, instead of going to a school or whatever, going out and purposefully learning stuff, um, in some sort of accredited thing i learn a lot from just kind of doing the thing and making a lot of shitty versions <laughs> yeah. of, of the thing. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And then eventually as I'm doing that, I learn, okay, you can get better. You make little iterations that are a little bit better or whatever. And the reason I ended up doing that, the acting wasn't because I really wanted to act in student films at, at RIT. Um, but because I had, I had children at the time, uh, I was married. I didn't have time to go to school full time to take a, a film school class and learn all about filmmaking. But for my music, I knew I needed to make music videos. I needed to make, yeah. uh, stuff like that and the only way i could learn about that was to be on a real set um and you know there's not a lot of movie sets here in rochester and not a lot of like opportunities there's some you know
1: there's some Uh, we got a couple we have a magic spell studio and we got a we got a couple other studios Um, but the opportunities are pretty
0: hard fought for by working actors and that sort of thing i didn't want to be a working actor that wasn't my intention but i wanted to learn about it um and you know, RIT's their their program there is excellent for film. Yeah. I, I feel I don't know how you felt being in um, it.
1: But, no, it, it, yeah, it really, but really. Was I learned a great an program.
0: enormous amount just by being on set and watching all you guys that were becoming professionals and almost getting a free education on yeah. it uh, on how to make film and how to do this kind of thing. Um, you know, there's and,
1: so much to be said. Uh, like I was, I it was just today that I found out that that's why you were doing that that you were you were doing that to go there and kind of get a free education it's like auditing a class you know what i mean like yeah. you, you instead of going and sitting into the class and having to like do the coursework you were like i'm just going to go when the shit's hitting the fan and like see what works and what doesn't work and that's like uh, that's such a that's such a cool way to learn yeah. and uh i feel yeah i also have that kind of like that same mentality like just toss me into the Toss me into the thick of it, and I'll I'll I'll, yeah, I'll, and I'll I'll pick it up as I go along. We
0: kind of talked about like what, with another band earlier, and we yeah. won't talk about what we talked about because uh, there's a, some industry secrets that are that are in there that that have that are have been revealed um <laughs> but uh but that same sort of scenario where you're where you're there and people have figured out a way to do things and one of the things with the student films that i learned was like you know how to treat talent like mm-hmm. there were there were productions that were terrible about with oh the talent God. making them sit and wait for hours out in the cold like That's pro- that that
1: is production though. you know a bunch of that stuff if you're like, an extra if you're an extra on a thing you're gonna just sit there for a long time. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. That's but just as a, how it is. As
0: a production team, having someone or at least the, the director, producer making sure, okay, they're comfortable they're mm-hmm. You know, they're ready to perform when the time comes, you know, like you're not doing it cause you're, you care about them so much. You're yeah. doing it for the sake of the project almost to yeah. say, okay, they need to be able to be able to, to to deliver when mm-hmm. they're on camera, and they're not going to be able to do that if they're exhausted in there. Yeah, you know yeah, they're treated yeah. like garbage the whole time. Um, but same goes for a lot of the stuff with with the filmmaking process. And I, I know we're talking a lot about film, even though this is a yeah, I put my hand in front of the camera. Um, <laughs> speaking of film production, <laughs> normally on film productions, we're not drinking a whole bunch of cider and, yeah, you and what have you. But you know, oh, you're on the wrong. Film um, yeah. But like even like the the attention that some productions paid to lighting. Yep. you know they would spend hours and hours getting the the lighting just perfect yeah right and they're students so they take a little bit longer than you know a, a professional team with, with getting it up um, but you noticed in the final production too the difference between the people that took the time to do that and really paint with light mm-hmm. um, versus the ones that were like oh, lighting is just kind of secondary we're going to light it so it shows up on the camera but you know, yeah, um, and I'm sure people got graded on those things when you were, you know, when you're at oh, yeah, school. So yeah, yeah. Sure. I learned so much just by jumping into it and, and, you know, seeing everyone doing it and then seeing the final productions at the end. And, um, you know, music and, and touring is kind of what we were talking about a little bit beforehand. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and how all that stuff uh, functions. You've come out
1: with a single recently and
0: why don't we kind of throw that out to what what's the sure
1: yeah um so yeah my band good gorgeous we just came out with a single and a music video that i directed uh and um was shot by my my buddy parker Bement, and uh we uh yeah we just dropped that i think like pardon me like three weeks ago and yeah i'm burping into the thing here (laughs) um uh that just came out three weeks ago and uh it's called finer things and uh yeah it's their first actual single like talking about not liking to do things on my own everything that's on the good gorgeous spotify is like or at least up until this point was stuff that i had just done myself because we had we started the band in late uh 2019 early 2020 and then in, like, January 2020, we were like, oh, man, we are we sound fucking dope. We're going to be playing everywhere by, <laughs> like, every... Like m- m- by March, April, we're going to be, like, we're going to be playing everywhere. And uh, that obviously didn't happen. And then... So we had to take, like, Why a... Why Did something and, happen? And something happened. Uh, yeah, it was, like, a little thing happened. A bunch of people got sick or whatever. <laughs> it was like a cough or something. Yeah. And then, uh... Um, no, and then we got, uh... <clears throat> then we started, uh playing again we took like a year hiatus and we kind of started practicing again and revisited like what do we want our sound to be actually like what is this but during the time where we were not uh practicing or or coming up with anything new i was writing music just on my own and getting my demos mixed and mastered and then putting those up on spotify Hmm. so like the main three songs that we had on our spotify for a long time were really just demo tracks and um so, Finer Things is the first time the full band has come together to intentionally record something like to put it out and polish it and make it sound like how we sound live. Mm. And, um, and you know, that was so, so freaking fun, man. Like, like yeah, the video it, came out. Amazing too. I really Thank dig you. the
0: video on that. Thank you. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it like, like I, I, we were talking about you directing. Maybe
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: something for me too because I do need to get better about the video. Yeah, I got. I that. got a couple
1: music videos <coughs> coming out. I uh, I have a music video uh, that I directed for Sally Louise, who was on your podcast. Oh yeah, that's right. So this is. Uh, I think her podcast, by the time this airs, will have already aired. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So Sally Louise, um, I did a podcast. I mean, I didn't. I directed a music video for her uh, for a new track coming out. That's probably going to drop on the, uh, after the New Year, somewhere in January. Hmm. Absolutely just an absolute banger. And like the music video turned out exactly was the way there we a, wanted.
0: Was there a forest involved? Like in, the? Uh, no. In a so, okay.
1: so, uh, show so, me something. <clears throat> I don't know if I should be talking about Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. No. What, so I, I just directed another music video for, um, uh, her boyfriend actually, um, jose his music uh title is uh madero i think i'm pronouncing that right i'm terrible with that <laughs> yeah. um but he uh don't ask me about names i'm yo, not... he just incredibly talented and jackson cavalier i don't know if you know jackson cavalier yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so him so uh so madero and jackson cavalier like collaborated and they're coming out with like an album oh, and that's uh that's cool and oh my yo it's like it's it's, it's hot stuff. as hell like the the music itself is so so good um and uh the music video is uh, is going to be an is absolute ball and it's well, keep, so cool keep
0: an eye out obviously for that yeah. for both, that stuff both
1: probably dropping
0: in January um yeah I'd li- i told her i'd like to get him on the show too and talk because i know he's in he's part of the recording academy yeah, think, yeah, yeah. And he's
1: back in columbia now yeah uh,
0: the latin recording academy and i'm part of the recording academy here in, cool, in the dude. united states so i kind of want to talk about that and what what the differences kind of are there and i know he's doing a lot of music stuff so yeah 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 he
1: likes <clears throat> he was talking to me that 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 uh like he wants to come back to america to do music because um he wants to do like kind of like kind of like rockabilly like bluesy like more like modern modern version of like rockabilly music which is kind of like what what the his him and jackson's album is like yeah jackson um, jackson cavalier does that whole kind of one man band like old old blues blues kind of stuff yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he's killing it (laughs) um but uh but so (laughs) the suitcase uh the suitcase drum yeah makes a a great appearance (laughs) makes makes a couple good appearances in the music video but uh But yeah, so, but he's like, there's not really a market for that in Colombia, and there is a market for that here. Mm. Like, it's Americana. It's like, it's like new Americana, and it's, and it's so hot, man. It's so good. Oh, that's awesome. I got sidetracked. What do we want? Yeah, so,
0: so. (laughs) <laughs> what, were we, what were we talking about? I think we were talking about just uh, uh, you know music videos and and uh, me yeah. wanting to to bring you on to a project or whatever oh, and be able to do um, I got more you, music man. videos. Sometimes I get so wrapped up in in like writing music. You know, you have kind of what you talked about earlier, where you'd write something and then it kind of gets lost in the ether. You know, it goes out there, um, and there's some. There's something to be said about writing a million you know, thousand songs or whatever and and then cherry picking the best stuff out of there. Um but I recently spoke I think it was actually with maybe with Sally Louise, um, and I was talking about uh songs that you write that maybe you don't like. No, I'm sorry. Who was it? It was Zach. Oh, oh this is gonna be surprising. So Keanu Reeves okay, was on the show. Was on the show. Let no, he wasn't on the show last week. But he's he's in a band.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're right. a
0: dog, dog star. Yeah, something like that. Like, yeah, he's yeah, the bass yeah. player in a band, and he, he looks was, so happy up there. Yeah, he. I think he's a. Listen, he look happy? Yeah, he like he likes playing music, but he was talking about writing. I think writing music, and then some of the stuff that you know gets written, he doesn't like when he first starts playing it, and then after a while, it becomes like, oh, this is. Like, it, it it becomes, like, you start to like it after you play it a bunch of times, sort of. I think it's a bass player um, thing. Yeah, that might be it.
1: <laughs> I don't, for, for me, our biggest, uh, Jeff, our bass player, love you, Jeff, with all my heart. He uh, is always the first one to be like, eh, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> like, finer things, actually. When you he first heard it, he was like... You know what you guys kind of remind me of,
0: too? Um, you know the band, the 1975... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So not, uh, you don't remind me exactly of that, you know, that, per se, but it's got that new wave rock kind of yeah, yeah, feel yeah. to it. We want to be like the new emo pop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. good stuff. It's fresh. Like it's not, Thanks, uh, not like the same old stuff kind of being, you know, being done. Yeah. There, there's so much great music here in Rochester. I, I, I you know, we talked a little bit about I me, mean, maybe starting a, a record label here or something, um, just to get some of this stuff out. Cause I feel like, like there's all these like rumblings of, of things, um, you know underground like you said jackson kevlar and there's there's just musicians here that are phenomenal that are making some stuff that's like unbelievable but there's so much competition here and it's um, tragic that it almost because gets it's, lost you yeah, know and, and it's it, a
1: r- also a really hard city to be a professional musician in. yeah you like and that's the that the sad truth about rochester is that if you're a musician like you aren't just a musician and some people do it and and pull it off and they're usually in cover bands or wedding bands or something like that and that yeah. and that's and that's a uh, you know which is awesome and some of those people are just killing it um but for my experience and everybody i have met like most of the musicians in rochester are like that's their side gig or their hobby or something they do um you know on the side but like there's something like jackson Cavalier is full-time musician yeah. sally louise full-time musician like um, and it, but I feel like that's, you know, they're like the exception to the rule usually.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think like the, you know, always the cover bands, the wedding bands, that sort of thing. It's going to pay the bills, I think. And, yeah. and it's something to, there's something to be said for doing that as like your, you know, your source of income. There's not a for original music here. Yeah. Well, I think there is, but I think that, you know, I, I forget who I had a conversation about this with like recently too, but I think that until people start seeing other people, Like success breeds success. Yeah. Right? So until you're kind of semi-successful and people start seeing, oh, that you know, other people are paying attention to or People outside, let's say your city mm-hmm. that you're in, are paying attention to what you're doing. Um, th- they won't really get on board, and it makes sense. And you know, there can be this kind of animosity about that too, where people are like, "Oh, you know, why is no one listening to it? Or why aren't you know, why is it I get yeah, more yeah. I get more love out of town than in town, and that sort of thing?" <clears throat> um, but people take shortcuts, I think, in life to to figure out what they should be spending their time doing yeah and if it's like going out to one of your shows like yeah you may be good but you know to be honest you go out to shows sometimes and the shows are just not you know it's like a you know you feel like oh well i'm supporting a friend or i'm doing this or that but maybe it's not um something you want to spend a lot of time going to show after show after show yeah um so kind of proving i guess to to everyone that other people care about what you're doing is important yeah yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and having a following outside and i know you you started doing a tour right Or you you were part of a tour here we were part of a recently
1: tour. yeah we had a uh, a band from out of town a disco metal band from new york city uh makes my blood dance they threw a disco little they threw a, they threw a festival at um spirit room and we were a part of that and that was absolute, is this that was this is original blast. original music or is it yeah. like remixed
0: remix
1: no original music and it's like it's like think <laughs> think think disco music no think metal music with like disco drums um, so it's like <laughs> it's like yeah. very like dancey but it's metal huh. so much fun dude it was, it was an absolute blast and then we played with um oh who else who else did we play with we played like i'm forgetting the other bands Hydro groove they were they were freaking great um bug day they were they were they were super awesome it was just a handful of really good local bands <laughs> and uh, a whole bunch of people came out and uh and it was, yeah, it was just a hot, it was a hot night. So what, what, are we, what
0: are we working on here? I say we, the ethereal we. Uh, what, are, what are we working on for the near future? I know you and I have got something uh, mm-hmm. coming up, hopefully, in the next few months that we'll announce as soon as that, that happens. Yeah, uh, yeah, outside yeah. of that, I know Good Gorgeous, you, are you working on like a full album?
1: Nah, man. Are you? I think albums, especially at this point, I think albums are kind of dead. I think that, I think that where it is right now. So, so the main thing that I'm trying to figure out is content, mm-hmm. and and like un- unfortunately, that is kind of the that is the reality. Is that if you want to get your music out there, you have to make a whole bunch of content around it, and yeah. you need to maximize on whatever you put out there. Um, so we just put out this single. Um, And I have been absolute shite about making content for it. Um, But, uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there who are just, they release a song. They'll release a song every, like, once, every, like, six months. But, like, every other day, they're posting a reel with their song. And they're just, like, lip syncing to it in a different place, in a different outfit. And it's the same exact thing. It's a very, like, formulaic thing. But because they're posting it, like, every day, every other day the algorithms picking it up and pushing it out to more people be like oh well you know this person's posting a lot so everyone i guess needs to see it and then those people are starting to like blow up a little bit more Hmm. so um yeah there's uh, a little hack if you want to if you want to actually start getting your music out there record a song and then every single day release a reel that has you lip syncing to it and can be shitty don't even like worry about it (laughs) but like can i tell you something though yeah I I hate yo. I haven't done I it because I hate it. Reels.
0: I hate the. I the hate doing instant. it. Yeah. God, it
1: sells. I. I yeah, it I know. does sell. It I, does, and, and and it's important. Do it. Can, uh, I, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Speaking yeah, yeah. of content, no, you and, can't. It,
0: and maybe this is something people can comment on too if they're they're watching this video, but like <laughs> sometimes I watch I watch the you know the TikTok uh, videos or the reels or whatever you know you're you're sitting in bed in the morning or whatever mm-hmm, trying mm-hmm. to get up drinking your coffee. We're and all like, addicted. Yeah, or, you know, you're driving and you're just watching reels instead of paying attention to the road, you know, <laughs> as you're, you're going along. No one does that, right? Nah. Yeah, no, I don't buy it. But never once. But you know what I don't get is the people that watch, so someone's created a bit of content, some mm-hmm. sort of video, right, where they're doing something, um, and then there's someone just sitting there, not saying anything, they're just sitting there watching it and, like, pointing at the content or whatever, like, point, like... Yeah, it's, it's everywhere, bothers me why are people watching i don't want to look person, at
1: you when i watch the video that you're right, show watching me
0: the, but now it's gotten even worse it's like meta meta yeah yeah people are like pointing it. at the people pointing reactions of yeah. the reactions Yeah. so it's like <laughs> so there's like three different camera angles the only thing that's actually got any audio or anything of any content to it is the original one and there's three different people yeah, yeah. all just pointing at each other uh, but I'm the nodding. thing is that
1: it keeps me there like I'm I watched the video cuz I'm like, oh, what like there must be some there's been so many times that I've been disappointed because like <laughs> the actual source content right. was like not even worth reacting to, but uh-huh. I stayed because I was like, oh, like what they they're reacting to it so it must be important and then it's not. And I'm like Damn, like they those, got me again. Yeah, like those videos where
0: they're doing something weird like with cooking and it, and it's something where they like pour, you know, a box of macaroni and cheese and then and then like, you know, clorox bleach mm-hmm. and they're like wait till the end to see what yeah, you know yeah, what, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, at the yeah. end of it it's just clorox bleach and a box of macaroni and cheese and they dump it in the garbage yeah, and you're like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I just and you're wasted like, you're wasting
1: my time yes my <laughs> favorite thing on reels right now on like tiktok or reels or whatever <laughs> is the people who do like like really long drawn out things um to like to make it seem like there's going to be this big build up there's yeah. this one guy who does this thing he goes he like he does like a, he, he like flips his cards and he's like all right now pick one card and memorize it from the thing and he's like tick, 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 tick. he's like all right you got it and he goes Woof. and he's got a balloon and he's like he shakes it and there's something in there and he's like oh you hear that okay yeah. just a second and you're like oh it's going to be my card goddamn it and then he like <laughs> takes a pencil out of his ear and he goes and he pops it and he just goes and he just flicks off the camera, and, oh, ju- wow. and then he jumps and farts and just runs away. <laughs> and, he, and I like went to his thing, and he just All build up, and that's the, and that's just the well, like thing. I'll, I'll Here's say the, the thing about, about at least getting there's um, a payoff
0: there, though. At the end, yeah, where yeah, he gives yeah. you the finger and stuff, and yeah, 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 farts.
1: But, but no, and I always send it to my, I always send it to my buddy Josh, because I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. um, uh, but no, uh, but uh, that's the thing that I, I I learned is that like the secret to going viral or or to like getting a huge following. And I don't have a huge following, so, I mean, maybe my opinion is bullshit, but, like, is just to have a formula. Yeah. If you do the same thing over and over and over and, like, and that worked for you one time, then you just keep doing the same thing. There's, like, one guy who's, like, might be homeless, I don't know, and his whole shtick is that he finds, like, public faucets, and you'll turn on the faucet and, like... He'll be like, oh, we got a public faucet. Let's see if we get flow. And if it turns on, he's like, Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog, we got flow. This is nice. <laughs> and he does a little kick and he just has hundreds of those videos. And the that's guy's like the God. guy's got like seven hundred thousand followers or something like that. And that's all he does. This is so
0: I give up and uh signing off. See you guys. See you guys later. Go ahead and cut the cameras. I'm moving. <laughs> <laughs> No, we got, as, we as, got
1: way into the weeds <laughs> as
0: a musician, though. Yeah, like it's, it's sometimes that can be a little frustrating, too, because you're writing, you know, you're spending some serious time like writing about like, you know, a, a lot of times very personal emotions. Yes. You know, experiences that you've you've actually had. You're you're putting all this time and dedication into the craft of songwriting and music making and rehearsals and all this stuff. Um and then in the end, well, at least nowadays, um, unless you're doing something that, that's like a viral thing like that, um, it's very difficult to get you know, to get anyone to, to even look at it or notice it. I mean, even in the first, you know, maybe there's something to be said about this too, you know, the first 10 seconds of a song, like if you don't already have someone listening um, it's almost impossible to keep them listening if they yeah. they they tune in and you're, and and it's not something that's immediately catchy. You know, you hear it in pop music now. Um, it's all hook. But there's almost no like. It's like all about body the first five seconds. Yeah, um, and and that that can be frustrating for me too. Um, you know, like I'm doing this as a YouTube thing and, and having to create shorts and stuff like that. Again, I've been I've been kind of slacking on that sort of thing too. It's just because I feel like I should be spending my time making music, um, but if no one's watching or listening to that content then you're kind of uh you're you're wasting your time almost making the best music possible if no one's no one's listening to it, you know.
1: Well, it's Miles like when Miles Davis said someone asked him in an interview they said uh like would you still be making music if nobody listened to it? And he was like, "Hell yeah, man." Yeah, and I would were be like, too. And they were like, "Why?" He's like, "Cuz I cuz I have to." Yeah. He's like, "I can't not make music." Yeah. Yeah, it really is a compulsion, huh? It is yeah for me it's less of a compulsion and more of a therapy for me mm-hmm. and uh, so I'm not like a I'm not necessarily a sad person like I you know've you know, I've had my mental health struggles whatever but like um I only write sad music because I only write music when I'm sad mm-hmm. like I only like I don't know you you'll pick up on this throughout like the good gorgeous stuff and even younger when I was a teenager, you know what I mean? And I didn't really. If I didn't have the life experience, I wrote sad songs about other people's life experiences, or I'd write sad stories about like write a sad story and then write a song that tells that story that's mm. sad. Um, just because like, yeah, I I, I, I like I, if I if I write, I find that if I write something while I'm happy, and it's like and it and it's a trying to be about being happy it comes across forced and mm. fake i've and heard that i've
0: heard that a bunch of times so this is only episode 10 but i feel like there's a bunch of themes that kind of carry forward to like you you almost <clears throat> even when you're writing a, a happy song if it doesn't come from a, a place of depth where there's like depth behind the happiness. It's yeah. almost like it, it can come off so cheesy, and 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 no one wants to listen to it. It's like watching yeah. a movie that's that's, for, for, that's all, if does it all cut. Yeah, I guess <laughs> Pharrell wrote the happy song, and that well, song. Well, Pharrell, Pharrell's not going to be producing any of your stuff soon. A forever, Good. forever banger. <laughs> no, but that's true. There are people that just write, you know, dance music and that sort of thing. I guess too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there's. I don't know. I, I feel like there needs to be storytelling in my in the music that I listen to. Oh yeah. Um, and then when I write music, what do, do you normally? You kind of alluded to this writing a story and then writing music. Like, how do you normally approach? And obviously, that might be not every time you write a song, it's the same exact way of doing it. But do you tend to write maybe the story or the the the
1: lyrics to it first? Do you come up with a Uh, like music to it i uh i think it changes every time um it's like every every video project is different every song every like song project is different usually sometimes it starts from me sitting at my piano and i'm kind of like tinkering around with something and uh and then the lyrics come or i'm going through something in my life and like I'll be driving and a lyrical come to mind and I'll kind of like make a note of that lyric. And then I have to find something that fits to that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I feel like there's not, there's not one process for me. Um, and, and, you know, I don't know if there's one process for anybody. Like, I feel like I can't imagine, I can't imagine that like a, a world where my songs, kind of come from like a like a like a structured thing that I mm. like that I'm like all right now I've got to sit down I've got to like come up with this music and now I got to write lyrics or I got to like write this poem and then I got to like come with up with lyrics it's very yeah. it's very hand in hand and also like the good gorgeous especially the good gorgeous music like we really we we intentionally don't follow a structure like the normal kind of structure of a song is like like intro intro, verse uh interlude second verse pre-chorus chorus chorus, uh second verse pre-chorus chorus bridge chorus outro and we always have like we have a really hard time like structuring our not structuring it but it's always like intro first verse uh middle section um and then like bridge question mark and then it's like uh, (laughs) and then it's like every single one of my songs
0: just has bridge question
1: mark (laughs) is that the bridge (laughs) Ah, and then it's like the second verse is like second verse but like also might be a bridge and then like um so like we intentionally kind of make songs that just flow from one section to another um and kind of rely more on themes than on uh repeating a section that's a chorus or that's the mm. that's like the hook you know i should I, probably be better about that cause <laughs> hook, hook <sell. laughs> well yeah the hook the
0: hooks um they're important and i think the the repeating of of hooks help like like solidify because you have so little time to sell your story during during a song i mean in general they're around like you know three and a half minutes right yeah and if you had to tell a movie because right? in a song, generally when people are listening to and they find enjoyment in it, what's happening is you're, you're playing, yes, there's music, so it's almost like the theme music behind the film. And then you have the lyrics that are describing something that's uh, occurring in some way. So you're telling a story, um, but it's so condensed um, into this little short thing that you've got to take people on this journey. Yep. They're almost creating it in their... <clears throat> in their heads more than you're delivering it, you yeah. know? Cause like in a film, you're delivering the images. Um, just like when you read or you're, you're listening to music, you're actually the listener or the, the reader is creating that image in their head. Um, and to deliver that in a way that's, that's short and succinct, Um, and, and simple and done in three minutes is so challenging to really take people on a journey. Um, but I think it's, that's, what's so satisfying about it is like when you hear someone like, Oh yeah, that really, um, that song really hit me. Um, or I listened to that. It's my favorite song of yours. And I, I was going through a time or whatever, or, or whatever the case may be about the song that you've written. Um. A lot of times, what is in their heads uh, uh about what the song is about is different than what you've written yeah, it about
1: um what do you usually write songs about i'm turning the i'm flipping the no. script I'm asking you Uh-oh. questions now uh oh so um i generally i'm
0: i'm usually sitting playing guitar playing on a piano or something uh and i just start with some sort of chord progression and then either i've had things written in a notebook that i use as like okay this is just you know a line there but most of the time when it's a song um that ends up coming really to fruition it's it comes out like it's coming from somewhere Mm -hmm. like i and i've said this before like i almost like i'm not writing and i'm remembering it like, or I'm. I'm oh, I love that. Like, or it's like I'm. F- I'm. It's coming into focus. You know, like I'm. It's I'm, something
1: that was always there. Yeah, it's and now there it's it's already,
0: like, and I'm just trying to like, like oh shit, that's put like, it together from you know.
1: That the, makes a lot of sense. I I can completely relate to that. I wouldn't. Have, I I never would have worded it that way myself, but like, hearing you say that, it's like, yeah, it is. It's a remembering.
0: Yeah, and, like, and and this is something that you you had mentioned earlier about a vi- about vision. Um, and because you're a filmmaker, uh, again, you're trying to get a number of individuals um, to... Uh, Aligned on one yeah, thing. Yeah, al- not only align on it, but make that vision come to life in some way, shape, or form. And with film, it's very, it's very... Direct because you're doing the visuals of it. You've got the audio behind it. You've got your dialogue. Like you, you have to really be precise when you're doing it if you want that to come to really what's in your head uh, when you're doing that. You really need to to um, have a solid idea of what your vision is. With music, almost it's more subjective because you can leave a little bit to mystery uh, to the to the listeners you know
1: brain yeah. to do and some of want that, that you filling want in it's like it's like scripture you want people to interpret it differently everyone mm. who listens to it should have a different interpretation of it yeah um <laughs> and so our music is like yeah. scripture
0: <laughs> we're like <laughs> got really deep all of a sudden <laughs> no but it always it always ends up coming back to this like because because who knows where that stuff comes from and usually in, in good bands or good filmmakers or um you know good piece of art there's someone that that has this vision okay and you can have someone that has great vision that has no idea how to communicate appropriately um to get the team of people that are around them to really deliver on that vision that they have um and i think that's that's a talent in a band or in a you know a film set or whatever um as well as songwriting because you can write a song but then not know how to how to you know uh, how to lead people to um, the vision and let them see like your band you know your bass player your your drummer uh, you have a keyboard player or you the keyboard you' are the keyboard, so player, the keyboard yeah. guitar player needs to see that and then they can put their own input on it because you know I, uh, I think even earlier earlier today um, I was playing re- rehearsing with the, uh, my backup vocalist Jill. And we were doing an original song, um, and I could tell that in her head, she could hear harmonies that didn't exist. I'm, I've just written this song, so the song is is not been fleshed out. There's not right. all the harmonies. There's not all the drum parts. There's not all the keyboard parts. But again, she was remembering. It's like she was remembering the harmonies of a song that's already been written, even though we were writing it. Then Mm. it's very strange, it's like a really odd thing,
1: but um, uh, well, I've heard the thing that it's like music is the closest thing to like real magic that we have Mm. because, like, to hear all to hear people who are like truly, truly talented come together and create something out of nothing, all they have is these few instruments. And an idea in their mind, and they start playing a thing, and someone adds to it, and then someone else adds something else to it, and someone else adds something else to it. Um, I don't know if you ever had this like exa- this experience with your band, where you're coming up with a riff, you're just noodling, and then like you're the drummer like comes yeah. in and just starts doing a thing, and then the bassist comes in, just with something off the top of their head, and then your guitarist comes in with like a riff, and like we actually wrote a song for the first time. So like usually I come in and I write a and I with a song that I've written and. And we like figure out the parts and everything like that and kind of like piecemeal it together um, from my demo. But recently we just had this one song um, uh, and we're probably going to record it at some point soon. Um, It's called The Itch. And uh, it was, you know, I had I had like the guitar riff for it, but nothing else really planned out. And I started playing it and then my drummer chimed in the bassist chimed in the guitarist chimed in and we had a thing where we played the full song we'd never practiced it and we played the full song and it was like and we like ended it and we were like oh snap like and (laughs) like like, and, and that is and that's a magic trick you know what i mean it's like how did that happen it came out of nowhere and it was very much like that idea of just like it was like we all were like oh yeah i remember yeah. this song and, and now we can't remember <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's very—it's different every time we play
0: here's our our tip i guess from probably the record everything that you do record so that this everything. way you can go back and 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 relearn yeah, yeah, the yeah, song yeah, yeah, that yeah. you just remember but but part of that too is like you know there's there's the technical prowess and i spoke with actually Sa- uh, sally about this you know she went on a residency in germany yeah, uh, in yeah, berlin yeah. to do all this like musical technical stuff and i think what what happens there is when it comes to songwriting, it's almost like a kid, right? Like you, you teach them and through school and you almost teach the, the like creativity out of them sometimes by like mm-hmm. teaching them the, yeah. the semantics of how to create a song or, or how to do art. Right. So you learn all these technique and whatever. Um, but the musicians that end up and, and artists and filmmakers and stuff that end up actually creating art and executing their art and putting it out there into the world. And whether it's good or not, that's of course subjective. Um, but I think what happens is you learn the language of being able to translate what's coming in, of what's coming in, yeah. uh, and then putting it out. So you learning techniques on guitar or learning music theory and all that stuff um, doesn't help you become a better songwriter or storyteller. It, yeah. it just lets you communicate better what's already
1: there. Yeah, it gives you a, a technical level. but like and it's true like i think that there's a lot to be said like some people like i'm not an engineer like i'm not going to be able to like engineer some crazy shit and i think that there's a lot of people out there who like you know they could write songs but it's probably going to come out flat because that's not you know that's not what they're meant to do that's not their what that's not what they're made for they're made to do something else and some people just you know don't have that and 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 that's okay. You know what I mean? Like find your thing that you're good at. Yeah. And I, and I, you know, there's something to be said. I
0: think I could be uh, uh, better versed in the language of music so that I can oh, yeah, better yeah. get out. What's in my, what's you know, what I'm tuning into in the universe and what's, you know, what's coming out um, or what I'm, what I'm picking up on that I'm trying to then put back out into the universe. And I think, um, you know, I have, I have a team of people around me, my, my band, Uh, that definitely helps me with doing that. Like my, my piano player and and both of them and my, even my drummer and, um, everything, they're just better technically from a technical sense. Um, so sometimes I'll explain something and I think I'm good at vocalizing it Mm -hmm. and then they can help me bring the vision of that musically out better Um, which is why why you said you know you love collaborating because i think that that probably there are individuals around you and your team that are you know making up for your lack of uh, understanding of the language of whatever the creative thing is you know
1: i can't play bass like jeff yeah i can't play drums like ben um i can't play guitar i i can't i'm i'm pretty competent in guitar but like I don't play guitar the same way Colin does. Yeah. And he has his own style and his own background where he comes from. And uh, and so it, it does, it creates this kind of whole thing. Three, two, one, <laughs> cut to commercial. <laughs> no, we're getting, we're getting a, a, a time warning on the... Oh, we're we getting, are we getting, the, getting the, into the So let's talk do this. About so do you have a song that you want to do? today uh sure i had so yeah i my life has been crazy i'm in the middle of directing two two different commercials and finishing up two music videos i talked about them earlier and uh a couple editing editing projects so my last show was the last time i played music like at all mm. so i will i'm rusty but i'll i'll, I'll play something that's fine so but but what I want to do before we
0: before we do the, you know cut to you playing something um, terribly here, in a, in a,
1: <laughs> in a, I'm, totally sure, it'll be, I'm it sure it'll be
0: great. Son. Yeah, Don't worry about yeah, yeah. yeah. um, no. But but one um, the song "Finer Things."
1: What's that about? Okay, um, damn. Okay, so "Finer Things" uh, is about. So I got I, I went through a divorce a while back. um, I know nothing about that sort of thing. Yeah, no, no, man. (laughs) Neither do you. I'm the only one. (laughs) Um, uh, No, so Finer Things is about getting back out into dating uh, too soon. And um, uh, starting to, you know, and going back out there and wanting to, like, show the best version of yourself. But also realizing that uh like you all you have like like your walls are all up you know what i mean like and so like you're you want to go into this place where you can find somebody and find love again or at least just like um get some connection and some closeness and some intimacy of any kind and and then uh but also realizing that you're like there's no way in hell i'm letting somebody Hmm. into my space now like into my heart into my like into my world like you're gonna like and and kind of realizing like that was that was my experience is that i went through this divorce and uh i did i started dating way too soon and uh there's you know there's a lot of there's a lot of collateral after you know you know yeah. from that i heard a lot of people just not just just going into that scene like and and trying to find love when i wasn't willing to actually let that happen Hmm. um so this is that's that's what the song is about
0: really so and and in addition to that let's let's also just where can we find that where can the the listeners viewers whatever find that song
1: you can find it anywhere you can find it uh, on youtube at uh youtube at just at good gorgeous is our youtube forward slash at good gorgeous um, you can watch the music video. It's really interesting. We shot the whole music video in half time, so we we so you'll notice it has this kind of like jerky kind of like motion to yeah, the whole music I really video. Dug it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what we did is we slowed down the video half. Hmm. Uh, I mean by fifty percent and shot the entire music video that way, and then speed, so, sped up the the footage double in post. Huh. So so did you have to lip sync to it? Slowed down. And yeah. Slow- yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that must have been fun it was it was wild <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it was super fun um but uh yes yeah, so you can find that on youtube you can listen to an uh, apple music spotify uh amazon music anywhere you get it. all deezer. the usual if you're in uh oh, if you're deezer if you're, somebody listens to yeah, deezer somewhere. i know deezer yeah, I, I don't know Deezer. Yeah, I
0: don't. I don't have the app on my phone or anything, but I know it because I I also distribute music. I only know about stuff. it through <laughs> distributing music. They <laughs> were like, it, it's also it. going
1: to be on Deezer, and I was like, I don't know what that
0: is. So. <laughs> <laughs> but why don't we go ahead and get yourself set up? Um, just point the mic kind of in between your your mouth and the guitar. Um, oh, yes, sir. And we'll we'll work that out. In the meantime, I'd like everyone that stayed to this point in the in the conversation here with myself and Sully uh, to go down to the the little. Uh, bell icon, and the subscribe icon. I'm going to do the pointing thing. I'm going to do that or whatever, wherever it is. Um, go on, subscribe, like it, tell your friends about it, comment. It really helps if you comment on something. What did you like? What did you hate about it? If you don't like my, fight, my face, uh, we can... We can uh, uh, g- cut me out of uh, out of future episodes, or just have a blur over <laughs> here. You know, I'll put like the fake sunglasses and mustache or whatever. Just let me know, and we'll do that. And big shout out to our sponsor, Seed and Stone uh, Cidery, for for helping make this show possible. Uh, and to anyone that is uh, uh, currently giving us money via the the Patreon uh, or Patron Patron Patreon. account, uh, it's not pa- Patreon; it's, it's- through
1: through oh, po-
0: a uh, podcast distributor oh. just called a patron you can become a patron so that really helps uh we have a dollar five dollar uh ten dollar uh patrons that that help it out and we've got some merch coming so again we'll 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 pimp that out when the time comes and in the meantime here why don't we take a little uh a little listen to what solly's got to
1: sure to uh, us this is a I'm, I'm gonna try to figure out an acoustic version I've never played an acoustic version of Finer Things, but oh. I'm gonna, but I'm gonna do it. This is happening right now uh, in real time. This is happening, people. This is happening. Wait, uh. Oh. <clears throat> All right, let me see. How'd, how 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 that sound? How would that sound good acoustic? All right, yeah. yeah.
2: Something about me, baby. It's the finer thing if it's gonna be on my dime. Então,
1: decide whether it sounds better to strum it or pick it you know
0: sounds great to me oh thanks everybody and that that is a song from his band good gorgeous yeah finally where'd the name come from if, if that's a
1: good gorgeous yeah All It's right. just because you're that comes from a, cause uh because you're so gorgeous that... yeah no it comes from dating too soon and um <laughs> uh, i uh no i uh we were originally <clears throat> called bad love and um then a like a uh emo rock band out of like missouri was called bad love and we were like ah, oh, fuck so yeah we gotta got find something else. And then we were gonna be bad ha- bad handsome. And then there was a friend of mine, uh, who was like she was like, Well, I wanna make a sister a sister song, a sister band to you, to your band and call it Good Gorgeous. And I was like, Dang it, that's better. That's a better that's stolen a better name. Stolen And so I asked her, I was like, Hey, uh, if I uh if I got you a real nice bottle of wine, could I oh. have could I have Good Gorgeous? And she was like yeah. All right. And I was like, "Hell yeah." So I got Stolen her a nice, for a bottle of wine. What kind of, nice what of wine? I don't remember. It was a, like it was like a $60 bottle of wine with a cool label. So. Pinot Noir. Yeah, 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 it was probably a Pinot Noir. <laughs> Pinot Noir. Mid-sized car. A Pinot. All right. All right. Pinot Noir Sully.
0: caviar. Listen. You're we're gonna, gonna ha- we're gonna have to have you back on I know I've said I, know, that,
1: I we have so much uh, more to talk th- about there's way
0: more and I, I've been I've been going back and forth and and again please comment if you feel um these conversations could go longer because I feel like an hour is almost not enough I almost every episode I'm like oh I gotta I, I, we should have you back on because I feel like there's so much to talk about and as All soon right. as we get into the weeds of stuff you know we end up having to kind of close it down but one more time for the people at home. Where can we find your stuff? Do you have a website that, yeah. that's super simple to? We
1: can, you can find. Uh, if you wanna find if you want to find if you depends on what you're looking for. If you want uh, to see the uh, video production stuff, that's super easy. That's just sullivanslents.com. com. That's just my uh, my name. You can find. And we'll put uh, a link. Yeah, you can find uh, all all the video stuff that I've been working on there. Um, and also instagram directed by sully uh you can find uh for the band um it's good is our website um and good gorgeous underscore for our instagram um there's a it's underscore because it's uh we had a uh, there's a like a, a, a chinese like <laughs> the hardware department store that took good at good gorgeous on instagram oh wow and they've got like four followers and they have one post from like 2017 and it's I'm like, like the happy delicious yeah and i was just like and, I, and I yeah and i just want to no no it's like a hardware store and i think and they only have four and like four followers and i'm so angry and i've messaged them a couple times and been like hey can we just like switch so i don't have to have like the underscore yeah uh, and I haven't heard back. I so, guarantee, if they only have
0: four followers, though, they're probably not paying much attention to their. Uh, exactly, that's what their, I'm their saying. Instagram like, account. Yeah, that's what I'm imagine.
1: saying. Like, come on, like, let us uh, just let us have it,
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> Sully. Let me give you the the old handshake. Thank you for being on the show. I appreciate. Right, it. We'll have you on again, about. and especially uh, when we have our little announcement of what what happens. Hopefully, all that works itself out. And we're we're uh, we're good with that because there's already stuff in the works. Um, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that. And um, thank you for everyone that watches and listens. We really appreciate it. Again, thank you to our sponsors, uh, Seed and Stone, and um, uh, thank you everyone for for episode ten. And hopefully. Uh, in the next few years, we'll have episode 100, and we can celebrate. I don't know what we'll do there. We'll have to have seed and stone, make a nice celebratory glass nice, or bottle of cider. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. wine! Yeah, yeah. You got to get us a bottle of wine, Sully.
1: I'll get you. A, I'll get you a nice <laughs> ass bottle of wine. That's what is. That, that's the name of it. Nice ass yeah, bottle yeah. of wine. And then I'll company. steal. And then I'll be like. And then I'll steal the name that's of the right. podcast or something. <laughs>
0: that's right. That's right. And Allie, thank you for for always being uh, an excellent producer we got to get a, a camera turned on on uh uh you know the the prettier people on the show yeah yeah, yeah, um, yeah. so you know it's, it's, it's on true. me for the time being with my you know <laughs> this face but uh thanks again sully thank, thank you guys you. for listening and uh we'll see you on the next the next episode later guys see you